I'm blowing my nose a lot to FYI. <laughs> it's going to be what? disgusting. It's the opposite of ASMR, and uh, everyone loves it. On that note, we are live. <laughs> Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to tonight's episode of Schmobates, where we are going to have some two amazing, wonderful Schmodown friends really have a little verbal battle to the death, to the blood, to the gore. We're going to be sacrificing a French Schmodown, mega Schmodown friendship to the Schmodown gods. What do you think about that, Video Drew? Drew Graham? Hi, 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 hi. Is this late? Is this? Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry, what are we doing again? Uh, yes. Friendship to the sure. gods. Love it. Love it. If there's a volcano, if there's any sort of active, pick one over the other. Let's watch these two fight to the death like the best friends they are. And I know you are like really into arguing. You're into, you know, you're into debating all that good stuff. So I know you are particularly excited to be in this episode, right? Oh, oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Uh, I can argue my way into being right for anything. In fact, I used to be called a pettifogger, which is a legal term to describe somebody who can do exactly that. They can fog up arguments with petty petty quarreling. I am very good at that. It is maybe my expertise. I'm not going to lie. I'm very jealous because I am horrible when it comes to debating and arguing, but that's not, that's why I'm not debating today. That's why I'm actually having these two people going to be doing it for us. For and us. Yeah. Such great debaters. I mean, such, such great, uh, you know, confrontational men we've got mm -hmm. on tonight. I'm really excited. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and invite our competitors, our debaters, and we have our first debater. You would know him as Mr. Nerd Chronic. You would know him as Mr. Schmodown Promo. He is Eric Rodriguez. What's hey, everyone. up? Hey, hey, guys. Uh, yeah, it's Mitchell good to be here. A little Hi, weird to be on this side of the camera for once. Hi, Eric. <laughs> Hi, Drew. Hi, Eric. Hi, Drew. Hi, Eric. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, if you guys didn't catch our stream, we did a couple of streams while she was here uh, living in my house for a week. Mm -hmm. I live at Eric's house now. He left a window open. Mm -hmm. He's just going <laughs> to slip in every once in a while, just hide out in the closet. No, yeah. I don't have like casual, <laughs> one casual weekday. Uh, mm -hmm. It was the best two weeks of my life, and I live with Eric now. We That's all what happens. Eric. We all I can, I can confirm, yes. Mm -hmm. Can well, confirm. Eric <laughs> Eric, uh, you haven't been on Schmobates before uh, formally. However, you're pretty consistently in the chat. You are like really well known in the Schmodown community. So tell us, I mean, you have a lot of expertise going into today's debate. Do you feel pretty confident walking yeah. as a winner? Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone saw the questions that we're going to be discussing tonight, and I had a good, pretty quick understanding of what I wanted to speak for. Uh, based on, you know, just stuff that I've kind of seen uh, in my work uh, mm -hmm. with the show. So I have like a pretty good uh, base level of knowledge I kind of want to bring up. And uh, Jack de Manham, I, uh, yeah, I thought about making a promo for this, but I am really wrapped up in the Atlanta stuff right now, uh, which is, you know, happening this weekend. Kind of important. -ish. Yeah, so I want to put all my, all my attention on that uh, for the time being. Uh, and yeah, if this were another week, if I do come back, I'll definitely make a promo if we're not doing another live event at the same time. If we I come back another week, for the fan, I, for the fan groups, I love it. I have, <laughs> I have, another week, I have, have something that I would like to debate because <laughs> I have a new, I've got a sure. new thing. <laughs> you know what it is. I'm, I'm sure. really hot on the heels of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have, like, mm -hmm. Drew, 
I feel like we need to have an entire separate stream dedicated to everything you're involved with. We mm. love so many millions of ways. Yay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, moving on to our second competitor. He's one of my favorite people. Every time I see him at uh, live events, I'm just like, one, a fellow man from San- a fellow person from St. Louis. Fuck yes. Finally, there's so few of us. But also, <laughs> what a great guy. We swap burritos. We swap cocktails. It is Dwayne Burke. As you take a oh. swig. <laughs> oh, it's on. Oh, whoa. Hi. Dwayne, what's up, my friend? Hello, Drew. How are you? Good. Happy belated birthday. Thank you very much. I'm trying I... this new thing where I'm just really nice all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fight with anybody. Never, ever. Yeah. Except today. We are going to get a lot of that friendship frustration oh yeah let's get it to the blood well okay now nerd nerd chronic eric over here is known as like the promo king you however are very much more of like i guess the camera king i mean i'm not really sure how to describe Mm. it you do so much (laughs) so Uh, i'm not really sure what specific title to give you in this case uh, i'm just the camera dude um, I don't know. I feel like, like you have like I, a serfdom of some like, sort. Uh, like you're the camera lord at the least. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. I mean if if you ask if you ask RB3, he would probably say that. But I, I prefer to just be a regular dude. Uh, and like, like Eric said earlier, it's a little weird being on this side of the camera. Um definitely not where I'm comfortable, but hey, let's get it cracking. But hey, do you love it? Do you kind of love it? Do you kind of feel like you aren't supposed to love it, but then you totally love it, and this is all you want to do with your life now? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I was also I was also on this little show. I don't, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Meaning of Podcast. We recorded that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so yeah. I think I, I heard something about this. Twice in one week, I've now been in front of the camera. So that's a little strange. Careful. Next thing you know, you'll end up as somebody, somebody. <laughs> oh, I, I think Dwayne is already somebody. Somebody. Let's be Lord, somebody, <laughs> for sure. Well, just kind of. Let's just gonna go over what we're gonna be doing. If you are new to the Schmobate show as a whole, welcome. Thank you so much for dropping by. Um, on Schmobates, this is where we debate, uh, have really intense uh, verbal debates over the biggest Schmodown questions, such as. Who is the best champion of all time? I mean, that's a really big, big question. All the way to what's the most intense IG match in history to who would win in a in a Schmodown themed food fight? You know, so weird ones in there. <laughs> now, today, both Video Drew and I came up some of these some of these questions together. Um, and Kat, I swear it's get away. Um, oh, my cat's gonna do this soon too. It's- also, uh, I hope it's okay. I, I put on makeup during these things because it's the only time I look in a mirror. My cat. <laughs> okay, cool. You're going to hear them. Okay, cool. So much. It's obnoxious. Um, but yeah, so we have an opening statement with 60 seconds apiece, uh, followed by the open debate at four minutes. And then last but not least, at closing statement as well for each of our competitors. Now, as you can see, even though Video Drew and I are technically like the judges or moderators, mm-hmm. I'm not really entirely sure what we should be called technically. What do you think? Let us know. Um, but you guys are viewers. You guys are going to be determining who should win today's match. Now, we are not going to be bringing in a personal biases into this. We mm-hmm. can't be like, well, I met Dwayne 
at the bar at a live event. I thought he was the coolest person ever. Therefore, I'm going to vote for him. Like, sure, that may be true, but you can't just vote be him because of that. And he can't just be like, Nerd Chronic is the best person of all time, and he's so chill and wonderful. Therefore, I'm going to vote in place of him. Like, that's not the reason why you should be voting. Voting exclusively because of the arguments. But if you don't like the people in the arguments, not the, <laughs> not the people debating, but if you if you have issues with the people that they are arguing for or against, does that come into play? No. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, let's say, for example, some of the questions are like, if you, this is a very action-focused group, <laughs> obviously. Let's say you make uh, the argument that um, – Ben Bateman is the best schmodown competitor of all time. Oh, really? Let's no. Let's just make let's that a hypothetical it. question. <laughs> you know, even though this is an action group and everyone's going to be like, oh, that guy. no, traitor. You know, I, I really want to say that. But at the same time, we got to put our biases aside and how well do they debate it? Okay. Like, how well is that argument? I love this. I, even I couldn't make that argument. You know what? It's I, I would love to hear it. I love hearing those hot takes. I bring them on. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to it. As we have already mentioned, Eric um, is actually going to be starting with our opening statement. You get 60 seconds on the clock, and then we'll move on to Dwayne and everything. But does anyone have any questions or anything before we get started? No. Perfect. Okay. And I will also be taking mad notes. Oh yeah, uh, do we have the link up so I can put it on Soch? We can on the Soch. Yeah, you know, because all my Soch people. On the Soch. Yeah, I totally should have done that. <laughs> Soch Mammoth. Uh, let's see. I'm sure you guys have it up there. It is right hither. It's over in the private chat. Got it. Queenie. Here we go. I found it on someone else's thing. Oh, there we go. Even better. Live. Okay, sounds good. But does anyone have any questions up before I get started? Uh, I'm good. All right, wicked. Okay, Eric, you got 60 seconds on the clock to make your argument. Drew, would you do us the amazing honor in reading our questions? Yeah, where? where? Oh, I'm going to bring it up here in a hot second. Okay, yeah, yeah. Q1, parentheses, uh, what is the best belt match in Schmodown history? What? What is it? Okay, starting with you, Eric, you got one minute starting. Meow. Okay, uh, so I'm going to put this right up front that I have a little bit of personal bias because I was actually in the studio when this match happened, which is Mike Kalowski versus Rachel Cushing for the Inner Geekdom Championship belt uh, as our first ever throwdown live event taped from the studio. And uh, yeah, I was there and it was the most stressful, I think, sporting event I've ever been a part of. And look back on it, watching it again, I think it holds up. I honestly think I still feel those pins and needles that I felt when I was there. And going into it, I was thinking about this as my argument. And uh, I think from the standpoint, the IG League is the hardest to study for and hardest to compete in. And there's a whole different debate about that and why I think Rachel Cushing is a graceful time, whole different thing. But within that, I think this match represents what the Schmodown is entirely, which is competition, story, character, and stakes and accomplishment. Uh, you know, Rachel's and Mike's rivalry at that point was a big thing. Rachel getting the IG belt was a big thing at the time. And uh, the performance from Rachel's perfect rounds to Mike's comeback, it was a great and event. time. 
60, 60 seconds goes out. It kind of goes by pretty fast, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right, how do you feel about that opening statement, Eric? Uh, pretty good. I mean, I think I brushed over everything I kind of wanted to say. There's a few points I kind of have in the back of my mind in case we got to get back into it, but feel pretty good. Come on, Clarence Dow. I believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure, but that is indeed a very famous match. Absolutely. Dwayne, what was your pick for the best belt match? So I picked Sam Witwer versus Ken Knapsack for the Star Wars title. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say it's not a big match just because Sam didn't play after that. But when you look at the current champion has said he doesn't feel like the belt is his because he hasn't played Sam Witwer. That's the impact that, that match has had on the league. And not just the Star Wars League, but all of the Schmodown. We've now had competitors retire after winning the belt. Look at Sam Levine, mm -hmm. retired while he was on top, following in the footsteps of Sam Whitworth. Oh, that's it. Oh. All right. Omitting oh, the last nine seconds. All right. Confidence. I dig it. Holy shnikes. What do you think, Drew? Out of this at this time, what do you think of these two very iconic matches? Well, look, belts are hard. I had to throw a belt out yesterday. I don't really understand the purpose of belts. It broke. I don't understand. If you don't understand how pants work, you certainly can't get belts. Uh, as far as the Smodown belts, uh, I understand them even less. Uh, however, I do understand the importance of, uh, of first, which is, I believe Dwayne's part, which point, which is that that led to a, a series of retirement, you know, people retiring with the belt, which means the belt's up for grabs and that creates a precedent. Mm -hmm. And that seems very important. However, uh, Eric's point about, uh, the Kalinowski match. I mean, I've heard a lot of hype. I've heard a lot of stuff out mm -hmm. of what I've seen in my very limited Schmodown belt, uh, championship games. That that seems like a, you know, an iconic match. Absolutely, it's definitely one of the most iconic matches we've had in general. I hear it all the time. If you're going to be introducing the Schmodown to any friends or family members, that's definitely such a wonderful match to watch because you'll get addicted. Even if you're not into trivia, even if you're not into WWE, they're definitely fun matches to watch for sure. But can you imagine like being the person that goes over to like one of some a belt holder's house for a date and it's just like sitting there and you're like, what's that? And they're like, oh, it's just the most important thing in my life that I work for. Really I agree. Hard. It is most important. <laughs> like, I thought, if you don't think that's right, then you need to get out of my fucking house. To the door. <laughs> sure. Sure. Oh, wow. Wow. That kind of response explains to me a lot about why my mom doesn't understand this cult I've joined. <laughs> it is. We are kind of cultish. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our open debate. Now, you guys have four minutes to make your arguments and poke holes in each other's arguments. So, again, not don't talk about just what makes your match amazing. Talk about what makes your match opposition's match sucky. Please yeah. do that. That's right. It's going to be really hard to do. <laughs> but Mess with Okay. You got four minutes on the clock. Uh, again, I will give you two minutes warning, followed by 30 seconds and five seconds. All right. Starting now. Uh, all right. I guess I'll go. Uh, yeah. Like I said, this match uh, is one of the most iconic matches I think we've had in the show uh, because of what it did for story. 
you know, Captain Rachel's kind of adventure, getting the inner Eaton belt, and then setting Mike up for his next arc, if you will, in that narrative with Smets, and then Smets, you know, follow up with that, with him getting the belt, and so on. It kind of elevates the level of the game and the story and the show uh, as another step in our evolution. Uh, whereas, you know, the stuff with uh, we're in Napsok, it's a really incredible match, sure. But I do feel like the legacy of that match is tarnished because of the fact that Sam never came back and the bet was forfeit after that. And we kind of have this thing up in the air where, uh, you know, Alex, as dominant as he is, like everyone's going to say, like he never faced Sam and that belt never has its, you know, true conclusion after we got to, you know, see what they got to do in the Ironman match. I mean, if you want to argue about the arcs and talk about the arcs, Rachel's arc with Mike if you look at the entire story of the inner geekdom belt isn't even the best arc in that story you've got mike and smets then you've got mike going and getting the belt again then you've got uh to get it from rachel then you've got him losing to smets it's spectacular all of those are better than the match you're talking about right now but since whitworth and Navsock, there has not been a Star Wars belt match that's lived up to that. As of right now, it's still the best Star Wars belt match that we've had to date. Uh, fair. I do think that when turned to arcs and narratives, say if there were seasons, say if this was a season in the Interdictum story, I think that that season would end with Rachel getting the belt because that's the end of arc. And the fact that she did retire shortly after that, I think was a nice yeah. kind of capstone on her evolution in the show uh you know when i saw her get that belt i kind of did feel that her time was uh coming to a close uh because it was an accomplishment that she made that everyone kind of felt she has deserved for a long time uh whereas you know with sam and ken uh, yeah i don't think that match really exemplifies anything for either of them like ken never really picked himself back up after that star wars match and sam disappeared and has vocally said he'll never come back to the show at, at any point so it's that the book is closed on that i mean i think it did have some further reaching effects because it pushed Ken further to the darkness. Ken went even further in, into his corruption, if you will. And that has given us some of the greatest promos that we've had since then. In fact, one of your favorite sound bites that you like to use, Destiny, came from that. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. I do use that soundbite when I can from Ken because he does play up the character very well. Uh, I will say this, though. It set me up, if I want to get into personal standpoints, it set me up in a very tough position because since Alex never got to play Damon, every interview we always have with Alex is when are we going to face Damon? And that's very hard to cut a promo with three times over. And it's very frustrating. And I'm so glad he's getting to IG now uh, because the IG League, as I said, is continue, continuing to evolve with Damon stepping into there because the Star Wars Championship belt has kind of like become complacent with Alex just running the course with no one to actually challenge him on Whitworth's level. Exactly. And that's what I am uh, the point I want to make. Whitworth's level. The IG belt has only been defended by two people. Neither one of them is Kalinowski or coaching. It's true. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if we're going by defense, I mean, it's then, then you're arguing for Alex's and contribution, time. right? Oof. Oh, oh, that's good. Maybe. Mm. No, no, snarf. Nope, snarf. There we go. Sorry, Thundercats ago. 
Okay. <laughs> what are you, do you know about to give birth? <laughs> Thankfully not, but maybe my phone, who knows? No one okay. else got that reference? That's great. <laughs> okay, so I have so many feelings about this. I know, okay, so I know, Drew, you have very limited knowledge about Schmodown history at all. No, no, no. Let's not say knowledge. Let's say um, desire, <laughs> care, like interest. <laughs> okay. So in that case, I mean, I'm sure like some of the some of this idea about the storylines and everything is very fresh to you. Was there any was there any point in particular that really kind of stood out to you though? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting uh, that these things that were set as precedent as we're considering like all holy moments that this means that so and so could have never come back. I mean, first of all, don't people come back? all the GG time. I, can, I don't know if I can curse on this thing. I think you already told me, but yeah. I don't people come back. Isn't that the whole point of wrestling and, and sports and maybe not sports, but, uh, everyone sorry, but yeah, everyone will eventually repeat themselves. So, uh, it's more, I think about the precedent Dwayne's setting up. No, nope, he, he's very famously. So said he will never come back. Yeah. I mean, Unfortunately, Shane Fonda said that too, and then she started Monster in Law. Another fun fact. I don't like to uh, think about that movie with J Lo. Mm -mm. Yeah, but we do like to think about the fact that she's on Grace and Frankie and really killing it these days. So, remember when Joaquin Phoenix walked away from acting and it turned out not to be real? Remember when like everyone did that? Um, I feel like uh, the, but what it set though, what Dwayne I think is was trying to make the point of is it set a precedent of people doing that as almost a strategic maneuver, uh, you know, uh, retiring when they have a belt, therefore being able to say they went out on top. Now that's like, that at least makes a narrative sense that makes something that's like an interesting turn, whether it's been done better since, mm -hmm. sort of like the argument that shows are better than The Wire, but The Wire had to exist in order for that show to exist, mm -hmm. you know, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, whatever. Um, so I, I, I like that argument. Uh, but the Kalinowski stuff, of course, like has more the cushion Kalinowski stuff. Even with my limited knowledge, I know that that has more of a a personal, you know, uh, yes. you know, engaging factor to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely again one of those iconic matches. It's one of those iconic moments and uh, clips are actually from that the Ninko Ninka. That is like everyone recognizes that clip. It's a it's. So it's we're talking all around. So this is let me again. This is going to show my ignorance, but this is specifically about the time that that the Shire will or that she lost to Mike, right? Oh, no, she, she, beat she beat Mike. Mike. She beat Mike. This was the time she beat Mike. Yes. Oh well, then yes, that's an amazing time. I, I thought this was the Shire Wolves, you <laughs> yeah. know, with the final match thing. In which case, that would have been a, that, a match that would have been an option. That yeah, I know, but that that's uh, that's interesting that you. That this is the match taken. I mean, this is definitely a glory match as opposed to a sort of a, a heel move yeah. kind of match. Absolutely. A lot of glory for sure. Well, going into our closing statement, Drew, um, is there any particular question you would love to see them address? Yeah. I mean, which one uh, emotionally affected you more? I mean, Eric, I, I feel like I know you, you have your statement because you were in the studio that day, but you know, when it comes down to just trying to get someone into this show who's not that into that show, 
uh, you know, like what would you, which of those team matches or which of these uh, belt matches would you show somebody to get them pumped? Well, not only that, just bouncing off of that, you know, how did you, how was like your, what was your personal reaction? How did fans react? How did it impact those fans and the fan uh, groups as well throughout the different socials as well? All right. Well, starting with you, Eric, you guys had 60 seconds for your closing statements starting right now. Go ahead. All right. Well, I'll address the, uh, you know, personal investment as to what you were saying uh, with what it made us, made us feel. And I do think looking back at the comments and the community, which is something I'm pretty good at these days, uh, I, you know, felt the zeitgeist kind of shifting uh, when that match was coming up. It was our first live event, as I said, and Rachel getting the belt, you know, elicited cheers in the crowd that was there in the studio. People literally cheering Rachel's name. You know, Sam, like people were happy for Sam, sure, when he won. And I don't think people were cheering his name and hoping that he got that belt because he earned, he earned it and deserved it. And he represented what the Star Wars belt did for people at that time. Maybe he did in some aspect, but Rachel represented the show in many assets and uh, in the inner geekdom specifically much more, in my opinion. And okay. so her beating Mike and getting that accomplishment, uh, I think, kind of did usher in, a, a, I think, ushered in this new era that we're currently okay. in showing you know what it means to be a competitor and actually be invested and have this thing as a personal goal Ten that means a lot to you rather than just like the accomplishment of winning something and a plus for not oh sorry <laughs> and done a plus for never mentioning the fact that she's a woman so uh points to that having <laughs> <laughs> to bring up the woman card kind of thing. Yeah. yeah yeah having to be like oh and it's a chick you know i, I appreciate that so <laughs> That does come up quite a bit for sure. Well, over to you, Dwayne. Fan reactions, emotions, yes. all about it. Going all right. Go ahead. As everyone can see behind me, I love Star Wars. And for me, this is still when people ask what match should they watch to get into the league or into the show, I bring up this match and it's not so much the drama leading into the match, but the drama that's weaved in the match itself. Coming down to the final question, time running out. Ken saying that he won the match or it should have went into a sudden death because time ran out. That is ridiculous. And I understand the drama and everything in Kalinowski Cushing, but the league evolved from that match the reason we had matches like that is because of the drama that we got in this match this is the first real match other than merle and roca that had drama in the match and done wrapping it up very effective very effective this <laughs> the citizen kane of matches whether or not you want to watch citizen kane you have to admit that like citizen kane you know affected movie making i'm getting really stressed about this i'm not gonna lie Oh, I am not. Well, these are, my, these are like honestly some of my favorite matches ever. I love these matches. They're, okay. they're so close to my heart. Um, so trying to pick between them, like with personal stuff aside, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> but you guys, actually, if you're watching this, you guys can vote. You guys can vote right now. While, please vote. Yeah, please vote. Please, please vote. Appreciate it. You can actually vote specifically on our Facebook page. That'd be really awesome if you did, uh, where you can vote right now or a little bit later. However, you 
you guys are the ones determining the winners during this time in particular. Mm -hmm. so if you guys don't vote yeah. within this like recording time, you're shit out of luck. Your vote's not going to count. <laughs> and you have wasted <laughs> our time, sir. Away with you, sir. Away with you. Away with you. Oh, no. Humbug. Humbug. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can do this all night. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah, okay. me too. You want to start a podcast? Yeah, let's do it. I'll take it. I'll jump in. Oh, and podcast. Oh God. I'll do it. Podcast. <laughs> let's do it. Sure. All right. So, Dwayne, Eric, you guys made some solid arguments. I, I, I don't know where I would go. Um, is there, Drew? Do you have any like? What are your kind of like summation thoughts over who you think would win this argument right here in this initial one? Okay. So, what is the best? I mean. Best is a hard term, right? Like, because I think Dwayne's point uh, was so valid, which is like, without that match, you wouldn't have the drama of these other matches. Mm -hmm. Best belt match? I mean, I don't know. And you know, I mean, it's probably not fair because I don't have the. I hadn't watched. Uh, I haven't watched either of these belt matches. I've watched some, but I haven't watched either of these two. So maybe I shouldn't be giving my two cents. But just, uh, it feels like maybe they're there was already a precedent set by this Star Wars match. It's sort of like low in the cut and no one's really talks about it anymore. I would give the advantage to, to Dwayne. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. I can't come back to my house. Oh, we have my dad staying there too. This Sorry, we have two more to go, man. Let's keep going. Are, for sure. All right. Well, I personally, I'm not going to lie. I love both these arguments, but kind of based on the arguments alone, I actually would go in the opposite direction. I actually voted personally in favor of uh, Eric, specifically because, you know, he really kind of pointed out, sure, um, sure, Sam. It was a big give one of the best matches ever. However, it nothing really evolved from it. It just was at a standstill. I mean, sure, we have Alex Damon and, you know, he's like the longest running champion in everything we ever had. But it's a result from not having a quote unquote true champion that's ever faced the previous champion as at the same time. And I didn't really hear any kind of comeback respond to that specifically. Now, like I mentioned, this is just the first question. We don't even know who won this question yet. So we're just going to go ahead and move on to our second question. And this time we are actually going to be having Dwayne do the honors of giving us his opening statement first. Um, and Drew, could you please read it for us? Sure. What? slash whom should be the new era mascot for Schmodown. And no one was allowed to pick me. I made that a rule. So no bias. <laughs> Drew is very excited for this one. She's like, I want something weird. I want something gritty. Let's hear it. I wanted to hear gritty. I literally just wanted it to be gritty from <laughs> gritty from what the Philadelphia Flyers what, or whatever. What, who, whatever it might be, what did you pick for the Schmodown mascot? Starting right now for one minute. So this question was a little difficult because I wasn't exactly sure what was being asked when <laughs> I started. Um, were we looking for a mascot for a faction or were we looking for a mascot for the show as a whole? So what I ended up going with was Josh Makuga in a wheel costume. <laughs> Now, a lot of people might be saying, why Josh Makuga? Well, who brings more energy 
than Josh Makuga. Who deserves a t-shirt cannon more than Josh Makuga? Okay. And when you get the heel and represent the digital wheel, who's going to hit you with the sick burns better than Josh Makuga? That's all you need. Josh Makuga in a wheel costume. That is your Schmodown mascot. Perfect timing. Well done, Dwayne. Whew. Okay. We used him as the digital wheel, though, like during the during He's the match. Like in, a, in a costume in the shape of the wheel with like yeah, yeah. and stuff. So yeah. can I can I admit something a little bit backstage a little bit that this was uh, not so far off from the idea that I have, which is what was it? Macugula, which was uh, <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> it was like uh, it was a uh, it was a uh, Josh Macuga as a vampire, like a uh, Dracula. So it was Macugula. Hunting <laughs> competitors for years to come. <laughs> oh my God! And, and himself. Thank God he won't see a mirror in the mirror. And paps, <laughs> he'd be terrified for a match. <laughs> I, I feel like he's more of the serial, like slinging, you know. Macugula, but he, have you ever seen um uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall by chance? Duh, duh okay. the vampire musical they make with Bill Hader. Believe things are going to get better. Oh, I'm sorry, I love that. Oh, yeah. I, I die, die, die. I can't. I've been trying to love to believe that the past going to. Hey, I don't want to uh blow your mind, but you know that that was an entire musical that that Jason Siegel's actually made. Yeah, but it was only like for a week. I, I know, but it exists somewhere. And that means that Bill Hader. And if anyone can find a recording or something, please send it to me. And then I will cry and thank you. On or send it. it to Video Drew and I will do something weird. <laughs> cool. Cool. Okay, now we're going to go over to Eric. What did you choose for the new era mascot of Schmodown starting right now? Uh, so my choice for the new uh, era Schmodown mascot is Greg Alba as Cal the Schmodog. Uh, who, those who don't may not know, Cal the Schmodog was Mark Riley's uh, dog that sadly passed away. Uh, but before that, he was essentially our mascot. He was a, a, a dog that everyone knew as Cal the Schmodog. And I thought, what better way to immortalize Cal than to make him our official mascot with Greg Alba doing the honors of being in the Cal costume. And, uh, you know, Dwayne asks, who's better than... Uh, Makuga to do a live event to get people hyped up, Greg Alba, who faced him in our first ever live event and at the El Portal Theater. Uh, Greg has no uh, performance background. He, he knows how to light up a crowd on stage and he has experience being in a costume on stage for a Shmodown event. He was one of the T-Rexes in Stacey Howard's entrance, uh, Jurassic Park entrance, uh, when uh, she and Winston faced the Founding Fathers. So he and John Humphrey, they know their way around the stage with the big you know, bouncy costumes on. So he knows how to carry himself in that aspect. And done. Fantastic. I want to see both of these so bad. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we got a wheel costume. We got a dog costume for um, Schmodog Cal. Okay. Real quick, I just want to put this out there. Mark Riley, I am sorry for, for anything that I have to say. I am sorry. <laughs> As far as I know, he doesn't watch Schmobates. Well, oh, no, we'll clip it. Somebody clip this is in the Smirk Riley. I'm sure. I am sorry for everything I'm about to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to honor Cal. And honestly, uh, for a hot minute, Eric, I, are, you, are you trying to piss me off? 
Like you're gonna go with Greg Alba. Okay. Best, best entrance, best costume. And, best interesting, choice. interesting choice. Yeah. Okay, we're, gonna go ahead, we're gonna start with our open debate for four minutes. Starting right now. Go ahead. All right. So first I'm just gonna say it is a little unfair that you played that emotion card. Like, I mean, come on, who doesn't love a dead dog? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, that's unfair. I, I, how, how do you compare or compete with that? And the only way to do that is with the most lovable person the Schmodown has ever seen, Josh Makuga, who's basically a big hairy dog. Like, come <laughs> on. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Josh Makuga is a big hairy dog, if that's your argument. Uh, but I think uh, the thing about Makuga being a mascot is that mascots kind of have to be like silent and not shout things in people's faces at crowds. Like they had to kind of perform and be fun and lively, but they can't uh, berate or make fun of people, which Dr. Mishikuga can't really contain himself from doing uh, for the most, most time. If you've seen his stand-up, if you've seen his openers at the live shows, he has a very fun time uh, basically roasting everyone in the crowd. And I don't know if he can contain himself if he had to just be in a costume and shut up for half an hour. I mean, Makuga is a very friendly, lovable guy. He's got a lot of energy, but like every once in a while, like we've seen in, I don't know, maybe Houston, you've got a Ooh. digital wheel that's kind of a dick. <laughs> and when you need that, you can get that out of Josh Makuga as well. You don't always have to have a nice mascot. If you've seen some professional sports when they have their mascots in the same area, one of them is kind of a dick to the other. And if you want a good mascot, he's got to be able to play both sides. Uh, which I think Greg can do, if we're talking about Greg in the uh, costume. I mean, you saw what Greg's entrance was against uh, the Cuckoo's Mess uh, when he was you know, taking the piss out of John Roca with his costume. Uh, you know, he knows how to play. He knows how to play along with the performance and the kind of showmanship that comes with being on stage and playing around with uh, gimmicks and props. And I think that he has a better understanding of what that means to play with the crowd and to play with an opponent as opposed to like be writing the crowd in a way that Makuga might because he loves doing that. I don't know if there's anyone that is more beloved by the crowd than Makuga. Like even as great as Greg Alba is and as much as I personally love him, I think Makuga is better with the fans as a whole. Like there's a reason that he's got a losing record and he still keeps getting asked back because everyone loves him. It doesn't matter if he wins or loses. You just want to see him in front of your face. Uh, yeah. And well, speaking of losing records coming back, uh, the Joe rejects, the longest formed team in the league now, uh, just came back from a one and five record to get a win. Uh, and why That's did they do that? Because yeah. I'm sorry, Drew, but why did they do that? Because uh, people love them because Koi picked them and knew they were great together. And because people love seeing them in the show as well. Like, again, they're the, still the longest running connected team that we have among all the teams that we currently have in the roster. But that's, and, that's not Greg. That's a team. It's the chemistry that he has with John. It's not him by himself. As much as the Wildberries are great, we loved Josh long before the Wildberries, and we'll love Josh long after the Wildberries. His appeal is not based on his team. Uh, but, I mean, did you see Greg got nominated for Entrance of the Year? By himself for the free for all. I mean, he he, he he lost it out to the guy that you know he could have been going at it with, but, but he did he, he did get that nom nomination. 
but has Greg ever been nominated for face of the year while he's also on a team and had his team also been nominated for face team of the year? Makuga, like on a team and by himself is enough to get nominated. And done. So my thoughts. <laughs> How do you feel, Drew? Uh, well, first, I couldn't tell if Dwayne was actively trying to insult me. I thought Josh McCuga, the most popular loser in Schmodown history, uh, who the fans just loved. And then I realized, no, wait, I think this is you trying to get me on, a, on your side about it. Um, secondly, uh, the idea of, like, uh, well, what's, what's his name, uh, Real Rejects being a face or a heel, how would you know? He can just keep taking the faces off because he can just be wearing more and more masks. Apparently, that's a thing you can do. Like, who knew? Uh, three masks at the same time? Yeah, that's you know how hard it was to understand that guy? So hard. Um, but I do like the idea of a mascot being somewhat punchy. You know, like, Makuga's got that little, like, you know, he can he doesn't have to talk. He can do that little, um, what's that Fortnite move? The flossing. He can floss. <laughs> you know, he can get jump scared. Like, I imagine Gritty from, you know, like, you know, tapping his fingers and Josh turning around and, like, freaking out. I could see that. I could see that happening. Uh, Josh, um, honestly, he doesn't strike me. He, he's got a great personality. He seems perfectly interesting. Um, but there's probably a reason why no one thinks of the Schmodown and thinks of uh, uh, th that guy. <laughs> oh, the snappiest of snaps. You know, sorry, th that guy. You know, I can't even think. Uh, John? Uh, they all start with Jace, but Josh McCuga. When I think of Schmodown, I see him in a in a wheel heel suit going all over the place. Kidding. Uh, I mean, like you said, Josh McCuga is definitely one of the most iconic competitors in the league. He's been around since the first season. He was almost a champion way back in the day. Um, you know, in spite of his uh, not so great record. Um, but yeah, Greg. Obviously, he's definitely he's doing Greg. great. So far in the season, but also you can't deny one of the greatest entrances of all time last season. And he's uh, obviously no stranger to the camera and putting on a show. Well, neither one of them are. Okay. Now going into our closing statements, we're going to, uh, we're going to, are going to stick to you, Dwayne. Now uh, specifically, I do kind of want you to kind of go into what the mascot would do. Mm. Like, we, you've kind of pictured it for us. You kind of, sorry, you've painted that picture for us a little bit. I want to see the role of that mascot at matches, at live events. What it would it be doing? Merchandise. How, how would it be interacting with fans, with kids? Would it be what would it be doing, and what what would it not be doing? Saturday morning television show. I mean, there's so many, there's so many things mascots. Can do. A, there we have, there's a lot that we can kind of dive into. But Eric, same for you. I would love to see you guys kind of play on. Uh, please respond to that. I would love to see it happen. Okay, so you guys got 60 seconds to make your closing statements. Go ahead. Right. So you want to know what the mascot's going to do? Imagine this. A multicolored suit. Josh yep. Mabuga rolls out. He's got a wheel like Flavor Flav <laughs> and a t-shirt cannon. If he's, you know, in a good mood. If he's bad in a bad mood, he comes out with a digital screen. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He's not always friendly. 
but he's always the mascot that you need. He's Josh Makuga. He is the Schmodown. He's everything that you need and want. And who doesn't love getting sick Schmodown merch launched at them at high pressurized speeds out of a t-shirt cannon? Like, it's so much better to see him shoot it out of a cannon than have him throw it from the stage. Yeah, I mean... 15 seconds? And, like, wouldn't you want to see Frank and Brad and Mark interact with Josh in a wheel suit? Like, <laughs> come on now. Yes, I would. I want to see that. And done. That was beautiful. Can that you imagine the, the, the cannon, Josh McCuga? I'm not gonna lie. I always envisioned Makuga as like a human version of a t-shirt cannon. Honestly, oh, to be fair, I also have pictured Josh Makuga as a human version of a dog. So if we combine these two guys, you're 100 not wrong, Drew. Yeah, for sure. Well, go ahead over to you, Eric. You have one minute on the clock to make your closing statement. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so, like you said, you're wondering what he'll be doing with the, the fans, kids, everything. I mean, it's one, he's a dog. Yeah. Who doesn't love a dog? Uh, as a wheel, you have to convince everyone what a wheel is, like, especially if you don't know the show. Like, you walk into the, like, live, your first live event, and someone walks out in a giant wheel. There's a bit of a learning curve with that. Uh, whereas someone walks out in a dog suit with a cape flying around, uh, having fun with the kids, I mean, it's pretty self explanatory. I think that everyone can get invested with that pretty quickly. Uh, it's easy to sell, easy to merchandise. Uh, as opposed to probably a drunk wheel walking walk around in the uh, <laughs> crowd, uh, <laughs> trying to get everyone hyped and throwing shirts in their faces, uh, that probably say Wildberry or Makuga for uh, Jeopardy, then you know I don't think you're going to get uh, very easy merchandising uh, rights or ability with that kind of mascot. I think a mascot that is solely Calvish Mo Dog that we've known for years, that is now immortalized as Mark Riley's dog that everyone knows, a competitor, lovely competitor, is great for the community and the well show. Done. I think you just described the perfect mascot as a drunk, <laughs> as a drunk guy, just <laughs> shouting out Wildberries t-shirts. <laughs> uh, I think you just made Dwayne's argument for him. Yeah, and you made one very big point that I just can't say. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, something that you really kind of brought up, Eric, I don't think Dwayne never really addressed. Uh, was definitely the possibility of, you know, not of for sure the learning curve that would have to be involved. Like if you're a new fan that just started this season, you're probably not as familiar with the hatred behind the digital wheel and what kind of goes beyond it for sure. That's definitely some, that's something new. But also you're right, you know, always the, um, the Makuga wheel one would be always the mascot you need. So, I mean, that's definitely, and sometimes mascots are mean, sometimes they're great, but at the same time, it's what do you need for that particular match? What is the tone of that match? You know, because sometimes they're mean, sometimes they're great. So, and how weird are they? Like, and how weird are they? Like, I don't care what the game is. I don't know what gritty stands for. All I know is it's a big orange guy who's out on the ice and he's terrifying. And that's like, that's my <laughs> Minus the terrifying. Like, I didn't know anything about Wildberries before I saw Josh McCuga go into like a uh, Universal Haunted House and start screaming <laughs> like a little girl. Now that's now that's the kind of uh, mascot Gotham deserves. Hey, you're making people's mind up for them. That's I'm sorry. I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, Eric, you really addressed one of the big points. It's like you know, kids. You know, 
it's easy. It's a schmo dog. I mean, it's easy to merchandise, easy to grab. It's the idea of like a, a schmo dog with a cape running around, hanging out so with cute. kids. That's it so makes cute. me want to buy a little plush toy for sure of that and just have it in my house on my couch or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want one. Do we want Shake Around Children though, or John, or um, Josh, or whatever? Do we want him? Like, does he seem like as 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 uh, family friendly? I'm sure we would have to ask. Yeah. Every every child who's coming to show Every single child. Do you want this? Do you want this man with the the puppy outfit and the the greasy hair to touch you? Every sporting event, every single one. Perfect. We're going to be moving on to our third and final question. But before you get to, we're going to be starting that. Please feel free uh, to vote right now or right Smash now. The buttons. Start voting away while the information is still fresh. You can do it right now, or you can wait towards the complete end of, of, of our arguments, you know, while they kind of rewrap it up and wait for you guys to vote. Because you guys got five minutes to determine who our winner is today. Okay, so we're going to be going into our third and final question. One of the funniest questions I ever thought of. You were so excited, Drew, when you came up with this, weren't you? Wait, who came up with it? Which you question is it? I've been really sick for a while. Who came up with what? Let's just think of it. You came up with the third and final question. You okay. and you were so proud. I know that. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and go into it. Oh my gosh. Yes, I love this one. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Guys. Guys. Okay. Again, since this is our third and final question, we have the action point. That is going to be who is going to be. This is an action coin, team action coin. So patrons oh. of the team uh, action industries, team action, get this little beautiful coin. It has a Ben Bateman up here. If I can see it, Ben Bateman. Oh, how lovely it is. Oh, uh, the machine. She designed it herself. Oh yeah. Look at that. Oh, oh, guy. Yeah. I want one of these. Miami. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, I guess this uh, will lead perfectly into the third question, which is uh, about how I'm going to steal one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the heist. That's the actual heist. May well, let, no spoilers. But can, uh, are we going to read the third question? Oh, yeah. So go ahead and read the third question, and I'm going to go ahead and flip the coin to, to determine who's going to uh, start making their opening segment first. So go ahead. Okay. Hey, guys, you've seen those movies like Ocean's like seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, up until like the 300s. And you've seen those other movies that involve heists, right? Like, mm, I mean, I haven't, but somebody has. Uh, so what two Schmodown personalities would you enlist to be in your heist crew? You know, if we were doing a Fast and Furious and or Rick or Morty parody episode of a heist movie. You know what that is? The movie I never knew I needed. I know, right? Yes. I was so proud. I want it so bad right now. Okay, so I'm just gonna go ahead and assign teams. Dwayne, I'm gonna give you Bateman. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Do you want guy? Absolutely not on Team Trader. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so in that case, you can be Guy, Eric. Are you okay with Bateman? Yes, I'll be okay with Bateman. Team Raider, absolutely. Yes. Team the guy, I have to hype up uh, this okay. weekend. So. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. No pressure. So if it lands face up, that will determine who it is going to be doing it. Boop. 
It is team guys. So that means you are going to be starting with your opening statement first. You have 60 seconds on the clock to make your opening statement and tell us who would you have on your heist for that Fast Furious Rick and Morty <laughs> movie. We're going to steal that coin. And that the, to steal the, the coin. And the National Liberty statue. That sure. one. That one. That one. That one, you got one minute. <laughs> no pressure. Go. All right. So when you're planning a heist, you got two things that you really want to consider. Do you want people to recognize you? No. <laughs> you disguise yourself. And in the Schmodown, who's got more makeup? Who's got more costumes than Miss Movies? Okay, good. Nobody. She is the mistress of disguise. She will be able to disguise our entire crew. Now, when you're trying to take something, the best way to do it is you make them look left when you're really going right. And who is the resident master of sleight of hand? It's Robert Parker. He's an actual magician. He yeah. can do anything we need disappear. I remember when I saw this, I was like, interesting choice. But now that you say it, it's so obvious. Again, I know that I'm not the person who gets to cast any final votes. But today I feel like you're really playing to the, you're really playing to me right now because I've watched Robert Parker do some incredible close-up magic. I'm pretty sure that he could actually pull off a bank heist. Uh, and I would love to see him in one of these Ocean 12 adaptations. Ocean's uh, 12, Ocean 20. We're going to see uh, Ocean twenty one. I, I know I believe a few 21. people that are still looking for their wallets. Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people. Absolutely. All right. Well, Eric, you also have one minute. Who would you enlist yeah. in your heist crew? Who, Eric? Uh, so uh, my choices are one. I'll go with the obvious uh, names, uh, which is Ben the Bandit Goddard. Uh, and I'm going to say you guys set me up for that because that's an obvious choice because given his name and his history and uh, Clark Wolf. And I'll break it down. I was thinking of, yes, a Ocean's Eleven type heist, not like a uh, heat or the town type heist. So we're not, not shooting the way out. This is more like a sleuth type thing. And uh, Ben, he's so good at stealing things, he doesn't even know when, when he's doing it. He's able to take things without even realizing that he stole it. And that's how good he is. Uh, but also he has the tech experience. He, you know, does the live streams for himself. He does live streams for SCN. Uh, and if he doesn't know something, he has the ambition and the ability to learn it uh, that we've seen over the years. He has that goal. And Clark, uh, you know, you mentioned that we don't, we, they shouldn't be uh, recognized. But who, what does it matter if they're good? What does it matter if they're recognized? Clark is recognizable. She's an actress. She has the performance background to get herself into any door that she needs to with her confidence and her ability to act and where she's Oh, interesting. I'm sorry, am I allowed to be commenting in between these periods or, or no? During this time we can, but especially during the opening statements, we just really we really want to hear every word that they have to say yep. um, before going into their before going into the debate. So these are pretty interesting picks. Are uh, you surprised, Drew? Uh, I was surprised about how much you sold me on Ben because, yeah, there's a whole kind of heist movie that is just trying to return an object that you accidentally stole. <laughs> there's like, you know, or that you've been framed for stealing. Like, you know, uh, 
what am I thinking of? Like a Birds of Prey, uh, maybe a No Country for Old Men, like a, a kind of certain kind of heist, which is an, an accidental heist, an incidental heist, uh, of being framed as a patsy kind of heist. I could totally see Goddard having to work his way back from that kind of heist. Whoops, I took something. How do I now return <laughs> it to its proper place without anyone noticing? Very uh, his crown, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's been that movie. All right. Well, we're going to be going into the open debate. This is our last debate. So I want to see eyes gouging out. I want to see blood just splattering on. Me too. Green. Oh, in general. I want to see a random volcano just pop up from the ground in the background. You promised volcanoes. I'm going to catch a tank with my biceps. And <laughs> <laughs> that's much. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys got four minutes to make your arguments with Cl with Clark with um with Clark Wolf, Ben Goddard, as well as Miss Movies herself and the magician himself, Robert Parker. Starting right now. All right. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, to build off what I was saying, which is that Clark has a performance background. Uh, with that, she, you know, is an actress, she's an actress, uh, and both her and Ben have performance backgrounds in the sense that Ben also does cosplay. So with her taking the lead and Ben following suit, uh, we get kind of like this ability for them to kind of get into where they need to, and you unlock any doors, get into any rooms, get into any uh, situation and control it. And Clark, uh, I don't know if you know this anecdote by her name, her name is Clark because her mom gave her a male sounding name so she can have that ability to uh, assert herself into situations. Uh, that she otherwise wouldn't be able to if she had a more female sounding name. That's me. Oh, I know that. I know that. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and I'm I'm just gonna get this part out of the way. We call Ben the Bandit because he steals things. Well, what's if you steal something? What's one thing you don't want that person to do? Talk about it. We okay. would have never found out that Ben stole those bagels had he not told RB3. Last time I checked, you can't get mad at a snitch if you told him. Keep your mouth shut, man. Interesting. <laughs> uh, okay. Nice to uh, So going back to, I think, what I was uh, saying, though, about Ben, uh, as opposed to, say, Robert, because I think uh, you were, we're saying about Miss Movies and Clark are very similar, is that they are able to kind of uh, uh, build, like, that kind of um, – a facade for themselves to get to where they need to without being seen, being noticed, and then get away with it. Uh, whereas Parker, uh, the thing with Parker is that people are going to see him and ask where his parents are if they, you know, are confused uh, when he's walking into a building. So if they want to play a mother a mother son duo, then maybe that's a possibility. But I don't think Parker's going to be able to get anywhere uh, without an escort. If you want to get him into any high security facility, you just gave me an even better way to operate the heist. Now I've got another distraction. While they're trying to find this kid's parents, mm -hmm. I'm going into the facility and getting whatever I need. Two minutes. Oh, poor Robert. Uh, and if you want to talk about Ben's tech experience, like, how often does the tech go down on SCN Live? The cameras cut out? Like, is that really someone I want to trust with my tech? Eh, probably not. Uh, that's dang. Sorry, Christian. Uh, but no, I think uh, I think uh, Ben just like, oh, has under control. The thing is, Ben, as you see, you see him, he's been doing this for years, the live stream stuff, and he he knows his way around it. You know, it when he, something does go through, he he learns. He learns how to you know move past it, uh, overcome. And I think in this ability, you kind of have to be able to uh, you know take the uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for. Uh, roll with the punches. Is what I'm saying. Uh, there's always in any movie, any heist movie, there's always unprotected. Um, predicted 
obstacles, and you had to be had to have the ability to adapt to that. And well, Clark, Ben can't even adapt to the predictable obstacles. Did he really think no one was going to call him Bagel Boy for the rest of his career? Yeah, it's coming, buddy. And what happened? His emotions got the better of him, and when shit hit the fan, he exploded. I don't need that in my crew. I need people who are going to stay calm, cool, and collected. That's Robert Parker. That's Miss Movies. All right. Uh well, then I think the calm, cool, and collective part, I think, still falls for me to Clark. Uh, Clark is the one, I mean, you've seen her in all the matches. Uh, she's what her name is. She's the classy one. She knows how to uh, handle a situation where she can be uh, put in a level of control uh, and then challenged in a way where she can then uh, turn it on its head and still maintain that control. Uh, that's why she's currently the, the commissioner of the league, of the showdown right now. That's, well, you know, she has that uh, title because of the way she's able to handle herself under pressure. But if I want the wolf, I want Harvey Keitel. I don't want the Costco brand with an E. I, I want the wolf, not a wolf. Wow, yes. that's a good line. Harvey Keitel, yes, uh, from National Treasures. Shout out to Chance Ellison. Um, the thing is about uh, Clark, uh, you know, oh, I'll let you go, Alex, sorry. Oh no, we're done. Yeah. That was a full four minutes. <laughs> Guys, the time is just flying. My makeup tutorial yeah. is only half over. <laughs> I don't. Why the bait of all of them so far? Sorry, I think this is going to be the easiest one. Yeah, no, like really conflicting, Drew. I mean, I gotta say, this is the most heated and tempered and sort of shots fired. I've I feel like this this scene, which is exactly why I came up with this one. <laughs> Uh, I think there's good points to be made on either side. Robert Parker, absolutely distraction. You've seen Inside Man, right? Like, no one's going to go after, like, the guy that looks like a scrawny little kid. Like, uh, on the other hand, Clark and, and Ben sort of have that, like, laws, you know, they're very good with people. They're, like, real schmoozing kind of types. Like, they're very much, Ben's got a face like a, like a cop security guard to begin with. Like, you know, you just kind of want to trust them. And that's got to, you know, that's got to count for something, their ability to sort of, Maybe not withstand uh, intense mocking under pressure, but intent. Like you know, Ben's a bartender. Uh, Clark is a master of of putting on different personas, and as well, like as a commissioner, has to deal with a high level of stress. I do believe between the two of them, they'd be able to George Clooney their way out of a situation. For sure, it's however magic. <laughs> We have two very different approaches on how to distract, two very different approaches on how to troubleshoot when it comes to uh, working a heist and causing distractions, all that, you know. Um, now, going into this closing statement a little bit, you guys have done excellent as far as like poking holes into the others, you know, the others' choices and everything. I want you specifically to tell me a little bit about their teamwork, what their interaction would be, how they would like team up and be like, okay, I'm going to do this. You're going to do this. And we're going to be, what kind of heist specifically are they going to be? <coughs> are they going to be doing a fancy art heist? Uh, Thomas, uh, Thomas crown fair style. Are they just going to go in all like the Joker and the dark night and just haul it up um you're gonna have to excuse me for two seconds while i actually go blow my nose like not directly into something so hold on one second okay. 
super awesome. <laughs> but <laughs> we can wait for it real quick. But um, specifically, I would love to you guys to tell me specifically, not only that, but go into what the actual heist itself would look like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but we're going to be just waiting a hot minute until sure. she comes back. I'd like to point out that everyone agrees that Dwayne ought to lose this for insulting Clark. <laughs> well, that's uh, <laughs> didn't feel good. Let's just put that out there. Insulting the uh, he's insulting a dog. Wasn't the dog just on the Frank Janish one? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't but didn't Frank Janish just like uh, argue for a dog themed band the other night? Yes, All through uh, the step doggies or something. Yeah, the dog stepfathers or something like that. Yes, the dog oh, step yeah. daddy, do doggy dads or something. Yeah, he. The oh, well, daddy, daddy dogs. Yeah, daddy dad. dogs. Okay, okay. Let's get back into this. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in to hear all what right, kind of heist. Again, paint the picture for us uh, for Jeremiah. Yes, Jeremiah, I went going to over the heist itself. All right, you have one minute remaining to make your final argument. Starting, right? Wait, who's going first? Me, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, just making sure. Sorry, I should have clarified that. that. was my bad. All right, go ahead, Dwayne, starting right now. All right, so our heist is going to be stealing whatever Eric just stole. <laughs> And he's not even going to know what's happening. Oh, my God. He's, we're going to have our master of disguise. We're going to have our master <laughs> of distraction. And then you've got me with all of my infinite experience with extraction, demolition. 30 seconds. Tech. It's kind of what I do. The one thing that we've talked about a lot is what do our two competitors bring to the table? But what do you bring to the table? How are you going to lead this team? I know what I bring, and everyone else knows what I bring. What are you going to bring to the heist and to stop us from taking all your goodies? All your goodies. and I just want that on a t-shirt. All your goodies. Uh, are you really good at demolition? Man, we should talk after this. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I do have some experience with demolitions, yes. We wow. just like said, this is just an audition to, for him to like get more gigs and jobs. Yeah, and to blow stuff up for me. Video do. <laughs> need more pyrotechnics. Awesome. We always need more pyrotechnics uh, around uh, everything and everywhere. My landlord says no, but my face says yes. You know what? Landlords are temporary. Oh, we can make your apartment a whole lot bigger. Yeah, well, I live in I live in a, one of those, uh, you know, uh, parasite sub basement things where you can kind of half see the window. So I'm pretty sure I would die in a flood. Mm. I love the idea. Uh, bagel Bandit getting his bagel stolen away. I want to hear uh, Eric. Uh, you got a rebuttal for this? All right, you guys got one minute, Eric. Let's hear it. No pressure. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a really great non-answer, uh, Dwayne, to say that you're not. You're only going to steal whatever I do first. Uh, so thanks for <laughs> setting, setting me up for that. Uh, so uh, I, yeah, when I imagined this, I imagined the heist kind of uh, in the vein of something, uh, yeah, more renowned, something uh, larger, like uh, National Treasure, Nicolas Cage level type shit, like something big that takes. Uh, the tech, but also the level of, again, like the ingenuity to kind of get yourself into a situation uh, 
with your craft and your skill to insert yourself in, which if you don't know, which is also kind of me uh, because I only, I only have this job and this position because I was able to slowly, piece by piece, get myself into the showdown, into the live events, into the crew, into the backstage, into the event, into everything because I know how to insert myself and get people's information and whereabouts, know how to kind of work within their realm so they feel comfortable. With Clark and Ben at my side, uh, we'd be unstoppable. We'd be able to take whatever we want. It could be the Declaration of Independence, could be the Statue of Liberty, as Drew said. Oh my God, that was that was great. That was really great. That was a really comeback if I ever heard it. And holy shnikes. That was that was really good. You know what? Because what you bring to the table, Eric, is is actually scary. You bring a, you bring something very scary to the table. You bring a a chameleon meets Hannibal Lecter meets uh, you know another level of of blending in and, and getting close to people. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm just like visualizing Eric uh, slowly but sure, like yeah. coming in. Is it later? Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> and then suddenly, oh, talented Mr. Ripley. Like, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. And if you guys loved this question, if you loved Eric or Dwayne's argument, vote right meow. We would really appreciate it. Um, meow. Can I say something real quick? Like I said, Justin Hamilton said, uh, I said National Treasure, so that's an auto loss. Uh, you're thinking of Chance Ellison. <laughs> wow. <laughs> two of, I've never gotten the two of you confused. I'll, I'll say that. Nope, 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 nope. There's a good chance, though, if Ben Ben gets on camera for stealing anything, I might actually identify him to the police as Chance. <laughs> or possibly, or possibly uh, Brandon Hanna. <laughs> it's really hard for me to tell them apart. It is it, it, oh, a little bit. Frank, Frank Janish. Um, I like a. Oh, wait, wait, Frank, right? Yeah. Mm. Frank, okay. What we brought up there is a the thumbnail we had. It never occurred to me how similar they were until I saw that thumbnail, and I'm like, they kind of have same fa similar facial hair. What is it? Glasses that makes most brown dudes look kind of the same. Everything, but similar body type from what I remember. Believe that um, Bateman and Kalinowski were the same dude for about eight months doing a Finstock thing. Truly, and this is not like kayfabe. I truly believe that they were the same person. Yeah, um, I watched an episode with my dad, and he thought um, Bibbs and McQueenie were the same person. Yeah, <laughs> why are they like? Why are these twins competing against each other? And I'm like, still not sure that Merle and, and yeah, sure. Merle and Finstock aren't the same person played by a guy named like Bobby Gucci. I don't know. Bobby Gucci versus Finstock. Paul, Tom, and uh, Christian could all be the same guy wearing like a different hat. Not kidding. That's up for debate, though. That yeah. maybe that's that's, 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 that's for debate. <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> oh wait. Uh, thank you for correcting me, Lucas. Um, he, um, he's like it was Bibbs and Irwin that got him confused, not Bibbs and McQueenie. I stand corrected. Thank you for correcting me, Lucas. All right. Okay. So again, I'm going to give you guys five minutes to make your final decision. You guys got five minutes starting now and you guys have that time to vote. And if you don't vote, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be determining who the winner is today uh, within five minutes. Can I from what I saw, but from what I saw, there was only like 16 or 18 votes for the first question. And I know for a fact that's there's like 30 oh, people. Yeah, vote. Well, the, the video has 
38. 40 likes. So like, what's up with that? Yeah. Yo, and there's like not even 20 people voting. You Yo, guys got to make the effort to open the new tab and go vote. I know I'm it's difficult, but that's that's the way we do things. I included If I was uh, working on my regular Mac, I'd be doing this a lot faster. But no, I need to be. Everyone needs to be watching this right now. Everybody needs to be watching this right now. And and. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, while we kind of go over, while we were just playing the waiting game right now, um, what did you, uh, whoever's in the chat specifically, I would love to know what you guys thought of their arguments. Do you guys feel like they made some awful arguments? Do you feel like they made some bad choices? I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, I lost automatically for that last one. <laughs> 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 yeah, I probably shouldn't have taken that shot at Clark. <laughs> well, Clark is just wonderful, completely. I, no, she is. She's she's amazing. But I, when he initially picked Clark, it was like the first thing that popped into mind because her of her show, Sending the Wolf. I was like, oh, this this is a perfect little nugget to poke at him with. I love Sending the Wolf. I love it. Love it. Love it. I I'm um I always get like so sad when it ends up being um what. When she, cause she, um, like twice a year, she releases like ten episodes, and I feel like I go through them so quickly. And so when she goes on hiatus for like five months or however long, I'm like so sad. Um, but also, Dwayne Lucas wants to bring to your attention. Next time you're on camera, I want you to have like eight different drinks, constantly be sipping at <laughs> different beverage, but never address it verbally. And the next time, I'll probably have a waiter just bring me more stuff. Super cash. Yeah, you'll have all that money from, from whatever was stolen from from Ben and Clark. Uh, I, I I kind of want to apologize. This is not like peak. This is not peak drew or anything today i'm I just have been getting over a very very long illness so i'm sorry that i'm not full of uh beans uh this is i feel like i'm a disappointment and a drag to everyone please delay not at all yeah that's it please feel free to compliment me a lot afterwards <laughs> um, tell me how great i did um <clears throat> specifically by not talking over people that took a lot of effort <laughs> Two minutes remaining, by the way, for voting. So definitely get to it. We're almost done here to determine, to find out who our winner is. And just saying, Eric, I'm digging your shirt. Just saying. Oh, <laughs> thanks. It's, it's, my my it's one of my, some competitors it's one of my comfiest right. shirts. Right? I love to wear when I work out. Yeah. Not kidding. I love it. Yeah. I'm sorry, what were you saying, Video Drew? Nope, she's gone. Just hey, somebody's talking about you. Oh, there she is. Oh, there I am. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Nope. Movie Fenobi okay. says Video Drew is using a stolen Mac that my crew stole. No, oh no, guys! Movie Fenobi, <laughs> guess what? I'm on a PC. I'm on a PC, and the camera doesn't work because the but it's free <laughs> PC, and I'm using your Logitech camera. And shout out to Movie Fenobi and all my friends, and also follow me at Video Drew and also all the Video Drew things. Mm, just a weird plug right there. Well, speaking of which, I'm curious. Sorry. Speaking of which, while we kind of wrap things up, we still got like uh, just about just over a minute. Um, what, let's just going on, uh, just so we can just kind of plug everyone away. We just kind of wrap that whole process up. Uh, Dwayne, where can we find you and see what's going on uh, with your projects and everything? Uh, you can find me at BurkeMade on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I mean, mostly the project I work on is a Schmodown. I don't work on a whole lot of my own outside of that. But uh -huh, tell me um, about it. But you can find me in anything that I just happen to be doing there. Uh, 
check out the meaning of podcast this week. I am on it. We are discussing Eddie Murphy films and his impact on cinema, stand up, and Star Wars. Film. The greatest movie of all time. But his his impact on Hollywood as a whole, and uh, especially coming out of SNL in the eighties. Uh, it's a it's a good chat with myself, RB3, Andres, and Sabrina. Um, please, 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 please check it out and subscribe to their channel. Oh, that's awesome. I, you know, I actually just did that earlier today because I was just, I, I saw that that was happening and I was like, this seems like something that I want to be involved in more. I don't blame you. Pretty dope crew by Juicy. Mm -hmm. <gasps> oh, man. Oh, no. What happened? Guys. Okay. I'm telling you the votes right now. And I, I just went and looked at it. <laughs> yeah, those I, see them. <laughs> uh, we're at an we're at an impasse for question number two. We have an even twenty-four votes. I was I was winning question two quite handily and then all of a sudden it went to fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, exactly fifty fifty at twelve votes a piece. So what happened? Someone sent someone sent Clark your soundbite. <laughs> Probably. Someone's gonna break that sucker. Parker's in the chat, right? Robert Parker's got your back. <laughs> I mean I would I would hope that he would vote for himself. Oh, you never know, man. Catch me. Oh, come on. Okay, and last but not least, the same for question fucking number three. <laughs> but it's even at 10 10. Oh, Wait, man. where do I vote? Can I vote or no? We cannot vote, Video Drew. No, we. Where, do, where does one vote? Is it on the. On Facebook. I actually am going to be including it. Um, I'm going to include it right yes. here. Um, yes. the Is this going to be like Wilder Fury? We're going to have to. Come back for round two. Oh, yeah. no spoilers. I've never seen any Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I have so many feelings right now. Me too. I guess it, I guess that's appropriate for the whole Civil War aesthetic because like that movie also ended with like a, a not real resolution. Okay. <laughs> so I gave myself a witch nose. That's cool. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna give it one more minute. And Wait, you just you just put that out. So give it like a couple. Of, I feel like I didn't know where the link was. Maybe some other people okay. didn't know how to how to do it. Let's uh, we can uh, we keep this going for another minute or two, right? Yeah. Don't leave I'm... me. Don't leave me alone. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna leave it open for two minutes, guys. Get your ass over to that Facebook group. You better vote away. And while you're over there, like and subscribe to that group. That would be awesome. Oh man, I'm sweating. I'm sweating bullets. You should. You should. Did you uh, put any money on this argument, Dwayne? No, I didn't. I oh. didn't. As confident as I was in myself, I did not put money on this. I, I bet with my life, never my money. So wait, so again, oh, having, no, having uh, no idea how any of this works because uh, I'm, I'm new, but not new enough to actually like do some studying. Uh, do you win per round? Is there a winner per round or is it a cumulative win? Oh, it's win per round. So that's why there are three different questions. Okay. So there's three questions. And so if you get two out of three, if you win two out of the three questions, you win this match. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, if it's, if it's split 50-50, what happens? Are we going to go into a, a third? No, question? technically <laughs> right now it's not a 
officially 50-50. Let's get to 50-50. I want to see something weird happen. <laughs> I want to make up a new question. No, no, no. I don't want to. It is, no. it is not 50-50. There's been one vote cast. In each I've got to go. I know which one it's gone to because <laughs> you wait, can wait, tell wait. lean. I, God, PCs are so weird, guys, but I'm already starting to get into it. I'm already starting to, to fall in love with PCs. Okay. You know what? Yeah? Okay. 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 We have another. <laughs> oh, 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 man. <laughs> son, oh, of, man. son of a bitch, guys. Come on. It's an, it's an actual tie as it stands right now with. Video Drew's Tower. Okay. Eric okay. running round two and us tied in round three. Four, three, two, one. Okay. Buttons away. I'm pulling it. it right now to determine who our winner is, starting with question number one. So I have a question real quick. Sorry before you do that. Yeah. If this has there ever been a, a full tie? A true in, 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 in Schmobate's history? No, but it's also kind of impossible since there are three questions. Well, yeah. you would, it would have to be a, a winner, a winner, percent across the board. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. if, if you had someone win question one, win que and other person won question two, and then the last question was a 50 50 split, that would give you a tie as well. Without yeah. voting, how do I see? How, how do I see who like what the split is? Uh, I think you have to vote in order to see it. Oh, uh, don't vote. Don't I'm, vote. Not, I'm not voting. I'm not voting. That's why. That's why. I'm not voting. Okay, okay, okay. <gasps> I'm going to refresh it one more time. I got it. I got the vote. I got the vote. Thank you, everyone, for trying so hard to make my dream come true of having to get to write a new question on the spot. <laughs> oh, man. That just surprised me. Don't keep you in suspense, guys. I don't like it. It yeah. makes me feel well, bad. What would have been crazy is if this was a just dead even heat. That would have been great to make us have to come back. We'd give it like six months, though. Me and Eric just building it up for like six yeah. months. Yeah, we'd hype it up. Somebody would make a trailer, probably me. Oh, we'd, we'd be we'd be filming each other backstage to like. You know, guys are really for this. I hope it's like completely even now. <laughs> No, babe. has modern lines. The sequel. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that is not the case, unfortunately. It is not one hundred percent even. We do have winners. We guys, it gave you guys an adequate amount of time to check on to go to our facebook page and vote there we're trying to find a much easier ways to kind of go about it i apologize i'll make a stream a lot better you can just do that really easy and just say the thing at the bottom of the banner go to facebook call to action vote yeah leave me right there yeah no. oh my god i have advice i know tech things future we'll, we'll work on it we'll for future reference it's a work yeah. in progress okay for our first question the winner for question number one. Okie dokie. Shmo Bates. Oh, sorry. Wrong question over there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to read the, first, the wrong question. Oh, wait. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? No, that's not the right one. That's not the right one. Oh, God. Oh, there it is. What is the belt, best belt match in Schmodown history? 
the winner is Dwayne with the Star Wars Iron Man match. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought Eric had me dead to rights. <laughs> that might just come down to people's personal opinions of the match itself, like less so about your debating skills, right? I mean, maybe, possibly, possibly. Mm-hmm. I did forget. I did forget to mention one thing in my argument, which I saw. Take the take the loss on that one. Something yeah, I, I should have brought up. That I didn't. Uh, I, had, was, I had a couple points that I thought of later that I was like, "Oh yeah. man, I said this." Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which was that. Uh, besides Clark's match against Sam, that is the only title match we've ever had that went to sudden death. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my favorite kind of death. <laughs> <laughs> I hopefully uh, the death we all get. Like the teeth mort. Mm. Yeah, I would say no one wants to. Uh, no one wants to see their death coming to them. You know, yeah. like in Big you know, Fish. Like, mm. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about that with the helmet of Carter's character in Big mm. Fish. Where yeah, yeah. Nope. Hard pass. Hard pass. I just want. <laughs> I want to be. Uh, Think how freeing your life would be if you knew how you were gonna die. You could just do anything, <laughs> just knowing that it would make no difference, or would it? That's a whole movie. Yeah. That is the entire conversation right there. <laughs> For question number two being, what slash whom should be the new era mascot for Schmodown? It better be what I want. <laughs> the winner was Makuga in a wheel Yes! <laughs> That's fair. I have, to, I have to admit, when Dwayne put that in our in the initial uh, pitch, I, I was like, damn, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Can we all agree, though? That Makugula, the vampire draft Makuga, <laughs> who would be scared of its own reflection if he could see it, is by far the best option. That is the yes. reality show I didn't know I needed. I need a Makugula. Makugula. Like, just scared of himself. Yeah, but he can't see himself because he's a vampire. <laughs> exactly. It'll be like what we do in the shadows. Exactly. Oh, Only God. American. Yeah, and broish. I, I, I will say the Makuga in the wheel costume was actually my Makuga. first idea i went through the tri santa terra tops or however <laughs> and i couldn't flush it out in my mind and then i didn't want to keep eric waiting so i thought about another one i was like trying how do you make like a wheel slice a mascot and i was like this is too hard so i just went with makuga in the wheel and i was like oh, I, I think i can make this work yeah <laughs> and, and uh eric may i ask you how did you come up with the idea of, of jeremy as the dog uh, <laughs> Uh, it is Greg as the dog. Because I did think of it because he had done it before with Stacy's live event. You know, he and John came out as T-Rexes in their costumes uh, for a thing. And I was like, oh, so like out of all the people, like it was him or Mark Riley as um, who just mentioned it uh, as uh, uh, the Schmo way. He just said this. No, I'm surprised no one brought up the baby carrots costume. Mark Riley did at one point come out in a giant carrot costume. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't know how to, how to pitch that for like if it was going to be Mark in the costume or if like who was going to be it. So I or thought about that for Greg as Roca as the mascot. I mean that <gasps> as Roca as the mascot. That would be Greg. Yeah. Greg, as, uh, no, Greg as Mike Kalinowski as John Roca. <laughs> it's just like it's just a Russian nesting dolls of saw masks. Just, Greg is a new. New person every single time. Hey kids, yeah. you want to get into this show that you have no interest in? Well, please watch for ten minutes as this man with like this this what have you off a series of masks to increasing applause and screaming. Actually, I'd watch that show. Uh, I, I'm gonna change my answer. I, I I'm not gonna lie, I'd watch it. Um, mm-hmm. 
All right, but for a third and final question, which two Shimoda personalities would you enlist to be in your heist crew? Yeah. It was Classic Clark and Ben Bandit. I'll take that one. Mm -hmm. Wow. Whammy. I'll take that one for the other two. Whammy. <laughs> really? Whammy. Abby. Abby's Come here. On. Abby, Dwayne hey, said Abby. Clark is a knockoff wolf. <laughs> that's what, but that's what we want you to really take away from tonight. No, I want to say that. Don't ask the context. Don't clip me out like that. <laughs> Harvey Cattell was a less effective Clark Wolf. Yeah, I agree. All right, fantastic. Well, I mean, that was a, a very overwhelming <laughs> argumentative experience. I almost most time I've been all week. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I won the two that I thought I was going to lose and lost the one that I thought was a lock. <laughs> well, you know, you was like you guys came pretty close across the board. Just kind of go um, into it for uh, for the third and final question. It was uh, 12 to 14 with 26 votes. Question number two for the mascot one, it was 29 votes with 15, 14. So mm. right on the edge there. Really could have really could have gone either way. Okay, um, that's the great difference between me and the real rejects. So that's good. Yeah, <laughs> right there. And uh, the first question, uh, the belt question, it would be, it was uh, 11, 14. So it's, it was so close, very consistently. You guys are obviously very, really awesome when it comes to making these arguments together. Now, is there any, is there anything you would have changed? Or is there anything you kind of wish me like, damn, I could have made it easier for myself for making this argument instead or something? Uh, I definitely could have picked an easier one in the, in the first question. I think I, I placed myself in an uphill battle picking the, the Star Wars belt, but I picked that one mainly because of my personal connection to the match. It's it's still probably my favorite match in the history of the showdown, so that's why I picked that one. That's fair. Absolutely. What about you, Eric? Would you have changed any arguments? Would there be any choices that you would have made differently? Uh, I think the first argument, like I just kind of bring it up, uh, fleshing out my points a little bit more, um, you know, kind of getting the feel of it, uh, like the point about it being the only match besides Clark's that went to sudden death, things like that, things about like kind of ex uh, explaining the impact and like the specialty of that match, like why it's so different from all the other talent matches that we've had uh, in, to begin with um, and why it's so important to me and to like, and just the show in general. Did either one of you guys go back and rewatch any of the, the episodes, the matches? I have to. <laughs> <laughs> that's his job. Well, I mean, those in particular, that's what I mean. Uh, I do. I do sometimes. I mean, particularly when I was, you know, drafted for a little bit, I was rewatching all the matches uh, that I had at my disposal. I have, you know, everything on my drive, so I could just, like, click, click, next match, click, click, next match without loading mm -hmm. or uh, wait times or anything like that, ads, anything. So it made it pretty easy and nice to study with. <laughs> It sounds like you're like selling us a new kind of software system without having to <laughs> click, click, just watch the next match. Click, click. Please buy the PC software game. The uh, <laughs> new streaming service where you work, <laughs> work like a full time job for it, <laughs> for the service. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're not getting paid by Schmodown to appear in the show. <laughs> I mean, we both have the benefit of being there, you know, live for pretty much everything that get shot now even some of these matches we were both there live for so it's like we were able to bring the 
the element of that into it as well. Like him talking about the first, the first question, we were both there. Yeah. And that match was, it was amazing. The, yeah. the, the tension in the feel was palpable in the studio and it was cheers all around, but. Well, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to go home and cry in my, <laughs> in my bedroom because uh, for the rest of us who, who don't get to see every match in studio, uh, you're just going to have to, you're just going to have to like tell us how, how great that moment was. True. I'll just like face, I'll FaceTime you as we're taping. You can go back and watch some of those older episodes. Just saying. Yeah, I, I could, but it, does it give you the same as I know as, as a competitor and as a, somebody in the studio, the feeling you get, like, I'm not a sports person. Oh, for a couple of those matches, I've been sitting in the front row this season. i be like, yeah, yeah. I probably have to edit my voice out. But like, <laughs> definitely during that, definitely during a couple matches, uh, you can hear me whopping. Whomping? Whopping, like whooping, like whooping, like war paint, blah, blah, like just, ah, no. How does it go again? I missed that. Tom, you've got this. <laughs> I I uh, I'm just I when you kind of did that I kind of got flashbacks to Lucas when we were at Spectacular. Um, I know Dwayne, you were like literally like a handful of feet in front of us. But Lucas, okay, so just gonna paint the picture for you when we were at Spectacular, in uh, yeah in December, um, Lucas was drinking a little bit and. <laughs> Um, you know, it was like during one of the matches, he wasn't like, like heavily drinking or anything, but there's like, you know, in between like waiting for the matches or whatever, he would just kind of be like, hmm. And he would just be like, okay, I'm just gonna just wake me up a little bit before matches. And there'd be pints and he would just do like, ah! <laughs> and it was like nothing between. It would be like, <laughs> and then at like one point they actually caught that on camera where he's literally like hulking out and it's like ah! and you yeah. got that on screen and that was a that was me yeah i got that, was, that i got was, that footage that shot <laughs> lucas like he's like hey um it was just like so intense <laughs> but he was uh yeah it was very fun it was very wonderful now <laughs> now that being said uh you guys, this was one of my favorite, one of my favorite arguments and everything to moderate. Video Drew, thank you so much for hanging out with me and doing this. I duh I loved it. It was amazing. Why can't, why can't I come back and argue? I'm much better at arguing than not. Well, I actually heard that you really want to argue. Next I really time. want to argue. Yeah. And be on the show. Uh, um, I really want to argue. It was done in about thirty. I can start a live stream. We can just argue about whatever. I don't care. Well, we say we do have some starting ne next Wednesday. Um, we're actually going to be having some uh, an interesting argument. You are going to be going up against. This is a pretty big news here. You're going to be going up against the man himself, your previous manager, Mr. Robert Meyer Burnett. What me? Me? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. I messaged him and he's like, hey, how'd you go like this? And he's like, yes. Yes. I want in. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I will be taking my headphones off for that match. <laughs> so that's how I visualized it. <laughs> my god. Hopefully the, the dolls that movie Fenobi's um, yeah, uh, will have a ride by then and uh, I will have some support and some uh, 
Oh, I cannot wait. Oh, this is the best news ever. <laughs> best news ever. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. If you're watching this, thank you so much. I know uh, you guys hung around with us for chatting around and thank you so much for voting and participating. Eric, Dwayne, congratulations, Dwayne, for winning your first debate and argument with us. And Eric, you did fantastic in every single way. I love so many of your arguments today. And thank you guys both for just being awesome all around for Schmodown and doing everything that you do and making Schmodown one of the best communities to be a part of. And just like being like, you know, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. of the Marvel Universe of Snowdown. What? That, that guy was. Yeah. Hey, Agents S.H.I.E.L.D. of Snowdown. Yeah. You know, like the, the heroes of Snowdown that, that, that aren't the Avengers. There you go. Oh, wow, that, that sounded awful. Uh, you guys are great. Um, thank you guys a lot. Uh, I'm just going to go crawl in a hole until this Burnett match happens. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys again. We are going to be turning off the broadcasting, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Um, uh, we're coming up here pretty soon. We have John Roca coming up on Monday for another episode of Chilled Action. Kelsey's going to be back on Sunday for another episode of Call Live. And you heard it next Wednesday. We're going to have Robert Byron face video Drew right here. So, oh my God. It's going to be interesting. I'm so <laughs> yeah. happy. I feel like I suddenly like have guns all of a sudden because I'm so happy. You heard it there. Guns are being brought to the show. Well, yes. Guys, yeah. thank you so much. It's so good to see you. I miss you all so very much. And uh, yeah. It's, oh gosh, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry too. 